Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Got it, Keith McPherson on the fan. You got me till 11 o'clock. Guess what we're going to do? You don't even have to guess. We're going to talk sports, obviously. Football, basketball, baseball, and a little bit of hockey. No World Cup. Soccer's done. I'm good on that anyway. Call me up. 877-337-6666. Once again, programming alert. Reminder. Hall of Famer. Susan Waldman will join us at 8 o'clock. And then WFAN legend, you know him. You probably miss him if you listen to the late night overnight. Tony Page will be joining us right after Susan. Keith McPherson on the fan. Glad to be here. Happy holidays. Please be safe driving in the traffic and the weather and everything else going on. Let's have a good time tonight. Let's get right back into it. Now, I have some people on hold, so we'll start there. I mean, of course, I want to talk about Carlos Rodon and his introduction, his press conference today at Yankee Stadium, following up Aaron Judge, 99 days before opening day. They introduced number 99 back as the new captain, 55 days before pitchers and catchers report. They introduced the new number 55, Carlos Rodon, took the jersey right off of Domingo Herman's back, and I cannot wait to see that guy pitch. But we'll wait, and we'll talk to Susan about that, and then we'll take your calls on that later. Obviously, we're still talking about Carlos Correa. How could you not be? It's big news, and he supposedly got his physical done today before he signs officially and becomes the next New York Met. Mets fans, call me up. I definitely want to talk to you guys about this problem with Jacob deGrom. Enough already. I heard C-Mac talking about it, and I feel the same. Come on now. You guys can be better than this, but I know. Mets fans are forever aggy. Aggravated and agitated. There's no reason to be getting at Jake. He he. There's no time. There's no time. Uh, no timeline between when you have to sign off and when you you don't have to do anything really. So I'm talking about him taking out an ad in the the New York Post to uh, thank Mets fans for his time here. I I thought it was the right move. I don't care how long it took. You know this guy's got to move from New York to Texas. His life changed. That's a life-changing event right before the holidays. And some of you Mets fans online were really mean. I I don't understand. We'll talk about that. Yankees fans want to talk about Brian Reynolds. First reported by Craig Carton. And then uh, John Morosi put it out there that there are teams, and the Yankees are among those teams, that are interested in trading for Brian Reynolds. So we'll get into that conversation. Who do you think the Yankees can offer? You know, I've, I've... Flirted with the idea on Twitter. I don't really think they're the right fit, and I don't think they're going to get finessed or fleeced for the player, so we'll see. Uh, what else is on the docket? I mean, it's really Thursday night football. You know that. Um, we'll get right into it. I mean, I don't want to waste any time because we got to go to Susan at 8. So let's see if I can get to these calls. These calls are already lined up, all Jets. And uh, Thursday night football is coming up. We do not have coverage of it, but I'll be watching it and probably be distracted trying to see what formations they run and what kind of personnel they run and what kind of defenses and 
how Zach is uh, you know, reading defenses and how quick he's reacting and making throws. And I expect the Jets to get a little crazy tonight. If you heard me and C-Mac just now, they, they have to win this game. It is a must-win game, and it's at home. It's the only game on. The whole world is watching. I know everybody wants to say, Zach sucks, Zach sucks. He's not good. But listen, he's all you have right now. You need him to have the best game he's ever had right now. Or just have a good enough game to win and not lose the game. The Jaguars, I'm telling you, they're not world beaters. They are figuring it out. It's Doug Peterson's first year cleaning up Urban Meyer's mess. I just said on the last show that the Lions beat them in Detroit. And and I get it. You know, indoors versus outdoors is a, is a difference. But it's really not. Football is football. It's still played on 100 yards and 53 and a third. But for the Lions to blow them out 40 to 14 or whatever it was, and for the Jets to have them last week, I'm sure they watched that film. I'm sure the Jets know that their literal playoff lives are on the line and their back is against the wall, similar to the way the Giants were on Sunday Night Football, the only game on. Uh, They got off the mat. The Jets have to get off the mat. And the last thing I'll say before we take calls, I was thinking about this today, you know, if Zach did a better job against the Patriots the first time and didn't turn the ball over, I think he still would have been the starter. If Zach, you know, wasn't victim of the Jets' special teams in two different games, right? In the Patriots game, they gave up a punt return. In the Lions game, he lost, they gave up a punt return. He's not on the field when that happens. But those points go against him. I think Zach is still a starter. And uh, if Zach was just accountable and not cocky, not arrogant, and didn't say these things like, I believe nobody in this, uh, nobody outside of this building knows what they're talking about. Pump your brakes, young man. Like, <laughs> you can't say that. There are a lot of smart football people all around the world. Um, if he didn't say no when asked about, does he owe his defense an apology after he was terrible? Too much pride. Take, you know, he, he learned. He, we saw that after the game last week, but... Take accountability. You're the quarterback. Too much good will go your way as the quarterback, and too much blame will go your way as the quarterback. But the last part of, you know, Zach being benched and Zach being inactive, I think back to the the game against the Bears. All of that led up to him being benched against the Bears. And that Bears game also had not great elements. Not as bad as tonight is forecasted to be, but it was cold. It was windy. It was rainy. Zach Wilson famously said, oh, come on, guys, you know, it's it's windy as heck out there. It doesn't matter, bro. This is football. Step up and play. And they didn't allow him to step up and play against the Bears. And that would have been more his speed. That might have been his best game of the season. That was Mike White's best game of the season. That's where the Mike White hype kicked back back up. And after that, Mike White was good, but he wasn't as good as we saw against Trevor Simeon and the Bears. And if Justin Fields plays in that game, that's a different game. But imagine if Zach got the opportunity to play against a lesser defense. He might have one really good game on his resume resume this season, and you might be looking at him differently. Unfortunately, now he goes into this game against Trevor Lawrence. It's the number one versus number two quarterbacks out of the 2020 draft, and everyone's going to be talking about that, and it's not about that. This game tonight is going to be about defense. This game tonight is going to be about who can establish the run. Um, rookies, I know Travis Etienne isn't a rookie. He got hurt in his rookie year. Uh, this is his Ben Simmons year. Um, he is pretty much a rookie. This is his first NFL season. And Bam Knight. Zonovan Knight versus Travis Etienne. Who's going to have a bigger game? Which team can establish the run? Quinnen Williams is back. He's going to be a big factor in stopping the run for the Jaguars. Hey, it's in the swamps in New Jersey tonight. Let's go to the phones now and see what you guys are thinking about this game. Uh, The Jets are favored. The Jets have one more win than the Jaguars. 
And I like their chances because I think their backs are against the wall and everyone's going to have their ears up. They're going to be alert and attentive and doing everything they can to try and win this game. Johnny's in Pennsylvania first up on the fan. Hello, Johnny. Yo, what's going on, Keith? What's up? What's up? Thanks for calling. Not much. A um, couple things. Um, Quinnen's coming back tonight. Um, Bam's in. You think either of them are on the snap count or you think they're they're – Full, ready to go. You got to go. Everyone's got to go. Corey Davis is back tonight. Whoever is healthy and ready to go, play like there's no tomorrow. Another thing we're heading in, me and my two brothers, meeting my cousin there. Good, uh, good. What do you think the attendance is like? I can't call it. I was talking to Brian McKeon last night, and as we were looking at the secondary market, it wasn't looking like too many people were heading there because there were tickets available for $13. Um, I'm looking now to see if that has gone up some right before kickoff. We're about a, a half an hour away from kickoff, and I think there's still some affordable tickets out there. Let's see. I don't know. I can't call it. I, I know I have some friends going. I know we have you know Evan out there, Sonny Carton. We have some friends from the station going, and I hope Jets fans show up. Like They need to go. You can still get in there for – there's still some $15 tickets. Um, you can still get in there for okay. cheap. But I don't know. Sometimes that works where people – make a last-minute push, sometimes it's the opposite where it's like, okay, people are staying away from this game. So I can't call it, but uh, I just hope that the fans are loud, and I don't think that Jacksonville Jaguars fans made the trip up here a couple days before Christmas. It should be heavy jets. Absolutely. And then last thing, um, I know you were switching over to Yanks. You think Brian Reynolds is really the fit here? I mean, I feel like we needed it one of those big shortstops before we needed another outfielder. Well, now we need an, another outfielder. Uh, at shortstop, it's going to be IKF or Peraza, and if neither one of them, then they're going to fast-track Volpe. They've made the decision to pass on the two best shortstop classes the last two years. Now you need a left fielder. You absolutely needed a left fielder. They've been striking out in left field. Benintendi's gone. Gallo sucked. They got him out of here. Aaron Hicks, uh, we can't rely on Aaron Hicks. I don't care if Cashman said he rehabbed his knee. Brian Reynolds is a good ball player. Is he worth Three or four prospects, top prospects. I don't know. Thanks for the call, Johnny. Let's keep the line moving before we got to go to break. Let's go to Martin in Oxford, Connecticut on the fan. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Not too much. You got it. Hey, real quick. So I tried calling earlier, and, you know, these guys are talking like Zach Wilson is garbage. And and, and I'll hear me out for a second. They're saying he can only be the backup quarterback and third-string quarterback. And that's not true. Because he went up to Green Bay, they beat uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They beat at home against uh, you know the the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. So you know I'm not defending them because yes you know I, I agree Mike White moves the ball a lot quicker and reads the defense better. But you know that that you know but again Mike White had only beat the uh, Chicago Bears. And and a, and a good run game is a quarterback's best friend. Having Brees Hall was huge in the beginning of the season, and no one can say what a 23-year-old can or can't be in the NFL. He's 23 right. years and old. We're, and we're, when they had um, Corey Davis in the lineup, Zach Wilson's done a lot better. It opens the underneath up. He's made some plays Wilson. with him. Right, of course. So with Corey Davis back tonight, I expect the Jets to do a lot better. At Quinn Williams. Stopping the run, it should be a much better game. One thing, I'll leave you with this. You know, when, when they were all over Zach, and again, I'm not defending Zach. He's got a lot of, a lot of growing to do. But when, when the media was all over him for saying that, he, you know, if he felt like he let the defense down, the last couple times that the defense and special teams 
let Zach down and the rest of the Jets, I wish they would have asked the media that to the special team coach or the defensive coordinator. No, you that know, been, that never happens. I'm not going to ask them, like, or, you know, ask the okay, punter, okay, what's okay, going on, bro? All right, thank you. Thanks for the call. Listen, I've gone on and on about Zach Wilson. I didn't even want to use the B-U-S-T word, if you remember. I really don't. But after he got benched, you know, all the Jets fans, he's a bust, he's a bust. I'm like, chill, chill. This guy was hurt in the preseason. He didn't get a full preseason. That's important in year two. And tonight, he's not coming off the bench cold. What I mean cold, the guy sat for three weeks. And then he went into the game last week. He threw two touchdowns, 300 yards. He made a couple plays. Did he have some bad ones? Yeah, but that's to be expected. Nobody is perfect. Playing quarterback in the NFL is one of the hardest jobs in sports. Any team, I don't care, any year, it is a lot. For a 23-year-old kid to come from Utah to New York and take all of this on, give him a little more time. Should he be further ahead of schedule? Yes. Is he going to be compared to Trevor Lawrence, who looks like he's arrived some? Hey, it is what it is. But right now, the Jets have no other option. He is the quarterback, and he was the number two overall pick. The whole plan was for him to be the quarterback. They Pushed him in week one last year. Put a captaincy on him. I don't know. They've been forcing him to be the guy. There's no time to second-guess him now. The way it's defaulted, the football god said, hey, Mike White, great attempts for three, four weeks. Uh, broken ribs, you can't play. The Bills tatted him up. Milano hit him, and you guys know what happened. Now it's on Zach, and that's the way the story is written, and he has a chance tonight to be a hero. Why? Like, why, I don't know why you're like, I don't know, going against yourself if you're a Jets fan. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's playing tonight. You should be rooting for him. All right, next call. Joe is in West Orange on the fan. You got it, Joe. Hey, Keith, what's going on, my brother? Great to talk to you again. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling up. Hey, so I just wanted to uh, touch base with you on this whole exact Wilson thing, right? Um, and, and I wasn't a huge fan, right? But I, I was at I was at the game game last week, right? And I think you I think you touched you hit it right on the head early uh, when you you came back on again, right? He just needs to do enough, right? Like he hung in that whole game against the Lions, right? Even even when they were down, came back, orchestrated some drives, right? And then in the second half, they take the lead, right? And it's it's just like great defense that we have, and I'm not I'm not getting down on our defense because like I said I'm a Jeff fan and I, I think they're great, right? But but they caught they coughed up that lead like that that should have been a W and out the building, and that and that didn't happen. So you know I I think the big key for today, which hasn't happened in like the last maybe four or five games, and that was happening in like the first five games, Keith, is defensive turnovers. Like the the Jets haven't got a defensive turnover in like the the last what four or five games, yeah. but yet. When Zach went five and two in like the beginning in the beginning of the season, right? I think they were like plus nine on the on the on the turnovers, right? Like they were getting uh, interceptions, they were getting fumble recovers. I mean, they were. Yeah. That, that there was, was a point in time where Sauce didn't have a pick, and everyone else did. And Sauce is like, "Hey, I got to get mine." Then he got a couple. Yeah, I've been pounding the table saying the Jets need to get a, a scoop and score or a pick six, not just take the ball away, put points on the board. If you if you think your quarterback can't score, take matters into your own hands, like Kayvon Thibodeau did. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But uh, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about them tonight. I think uh, I think they're due. They've been they've been knocking on the door, and I, I hope uh, you know I hope hope Zach and the boys come come through. And then just one last thing, uh, and then I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hang up there. Um, I'm a huge Yankee fan. You and I chatted right before um, the end of the season, and you and I were talking about how they, they they need to do the right thing by Aaron Judge. So I'm totally I'm totally thrilled that they that they did that. And I love Carlos Rodon coming to the Yanks. Yeah. That that pitching rotation is going to be sick. Watch. Yeah, great call. Thanks, Joe.
They did right by Aaron Judge. He's rich. Go look at the WFAN Christmas video, which uh, starts off with us going to Aaron Judge's mansion or Santa Claus going to Aaron Judge's mansion. Shout out to Tom Izzo for all his work on that. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to break it down. When we come back, I think we'll have Susan Waldman, correct? Or will will I come back, throw it an update, then we'll get Susan? Okay, we'll take one more call so that we have time to break, call Susan, and then get that set up. I have one more Jets call. Tommy's in New Hyde Park on the fan. You got it. Hey, Keith, how you doing, man? Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Um, What do you think about tonight? Do you think Zach Wilson, to me, is going to decide his future? Tonight is a really big game for him. I don't think it's going to decide his his future. I think it's going to decide the Jets' future as far as if they're going to the playoffs or not. But this kid is under contract. This kid is in his second year. Uh, He may not be the starter next year, but he's going to be with the Jets. I think he can take a big step forward by winning this game and just making one play. That's a big difference in the game. The Jets are favored by two and a half. They're in their black uniforms. You guys got to back Zach, back in black. I mean, there's a bar for you right there. Come on, Jets. It's Thursday night football. Crazier things have happened. Baker Mayfield beat the Raiders after practicing two days on Thursday night football. Why can't the Jets and their fans turn it up at JetLife Stadium and beat the Jaguars? The Jaguars are not incredible. They have pulled off some wins in the last couple weeks that weren't expected, but they're they're not world beaters. They're not one of the best teams in the NFL. They have eight losses right now. So I think the Jets' defense can uh, go toe-to-toe with Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to be out of their element. They live in Jacksonville, Florida. It's cold up here. It's windy up here. Uh, the, these Florida boys, they're not going to survive out there the way that they have uh, going to, you know, Tennessee or playing the Cowboys at home. It's pumping I, me up. I feel, like, I feel like tonight is a night where the Jets know their backs are against the wall, and the same way you saw the Giants with their backs against the wall and you needed individuals to perform, big-time players make big-time plays and big-time games, you need Sauce to pick the ball off and take it to the house. You need Bam Knight to break a run. You need Garrett Wilson to juke three defenders and score. Like, they have to. It, it's the whole season on the line tonight. You are pumping me up. I'm pumped to watch. I can't wait to watch this game. I got to host the show. So pardon me if I'm distracted. I'm going to be locked in on this one. Can I tell you something? I thought it was just on Prime TV, but it's on actually on Fox tonight. Five. It's on Fox too? Yes. Oh, awesome. I found that out. Awesome. Because we're local. Great. So I'll be able to turn it on the TV here and I won't have to stream it on my MacBook. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. And well, can I ask you a thing about the match? Uh, yes. Um, signing Verlander and and these other players. Do you think their contracts are worth that much money because they're getting older? Yeah, I think that the whole plan for Steve Cohen, who money is not an object. Thanks for the call, Tommy. We got to go to break, but I'll say this: Steve Cohen over the last three off season has has put up. 100 or not 100 I keep saying 100 no way 100 over the last three off seasons Steve Cohen has put up 1.6 billion dollars this is major league baseball the next closest team is the Yankees with 830 million hasn't cracked a billy yet so they're going to pay the higher AAV for these 40 39 year old guys who are at the end of their career but have proven it yeah they're going to pay them top dollar because the whole focus is on winning in 2023 2024 
And if not 2023, 2024, 2025, and you'll keep seeing these deals because that's how they're set up to go for it. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take this break. When I come back, Hall of Famer Susan Waldman on the fan. We'll be right back.